So we were doing some really important masked singer research last night. We were. And I need to know, is Kiss from a Rose still stuck in your head too? <laughs> no! Oh no, I'd gotten rid of it. Oh, I'd gotten rid of it. Oh, it was gone. Oh no, 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 it's back. <laughs> you know we really love you. It ain't our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it naturally. There's no point in hiding, so feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend, you can count on me. You can count on me. You can count on me. Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. <laughs> That's a weird way to do that. I don't know. I just I have to go with whatever I feel in the moment. It's always that was kind of like a kids music. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was like a it was like a like, like a, a nursery kids rhyme taunt. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it's a podcast about Harry Potter fan fiction. Here we are. Here we are. Um. Okay. Speaking of Harry Potter fan fiction, that's all we do here. Here's the thing. That's no, not no, that's it's not. not. <laughs> <laughs> this is like actively a lie. Um. Okay. Harry Potter fan fiction. Yeah. A a beautiful piece of Harry Potter fan fiction was born. It was. From our Patreon Discord. Yeah. They that were... we need to talk about. <laughs> Link in the description. It's uh, one of our. One, so our patrons were having a discussion about Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. As they want to do. And. Abby from Discord, mm-hmm. our friend Abby, <laughs> the fam, got inspired. Oh and, man! Wow, it was it, the, it was such a fast turnaround too. It just like flowed. I assume I went to work, mm-hmm. and then I checked the Discord, and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? There are dementors. There are gay dementors, and they are having some little babies." <laughs> Some little balls of darkness. What's going on? It was so terrifying, but also wholesome. It was wholesome and, and full of murder. It's really good, and you should all check it out. Link in the description. We can't even explain past that point. Like that's it's just that. It was that just good. such a weird, great moment, and I our Discord is so fun. Yeah, I'm very proud of them. What what a thing they birthed. Um <laughs> Anyway, we just needed, we need you guys to read it because it's great. Um, Speaking of people who support us and this thing that we're doing, (laughs) um, I just wanted to say this because I feel like it's like, I'm very proud of it. But this um, continues to confuse me. Our, we, our Trick Your Friends 2019 campaign has spread and (laughs) uh, we now have tricksters in 20 countries. This is nuts. So thanks to Norway for rounding us out to 20. (laughs) I never thought anyone would listen to this podcast. (laughs) And the fact that not only do lots of people listen to it, but lots of people from all over the world listen to it. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. I'm very, I'm real stoked about this particular landmark. Yeah. Um, cause it's nuts. Yeah. 
Um, so thank you for, for joining the uh, Trick Your Friends 2019 campaign. You can do that by emailing your address to fanaticalfix at gmail.com. We're still doing it. Yeah. Who knows when we'll stop? I just ordered a whole bunch of buttons, more buttons. So who knows? <laughs> um, oh, man. You guys are great for several reasons. Dementor fanfic, uh, tricking your friends. good creative folks yeah um and there was okay the episode before our last episode called the The last Last. yes um had just this beautiful like (laughs) (laughs) opportunity within it and i i felt bad when i went back and i edited the episode i was like oh man i wish we would have said please draw sinful for us you did it anyway. They did it anyway because it's a beautiful opportunity. Yeah, we got some oh, amazing sinful fan art, mm-hmm. which will hopefully be going up on our website yeah. soon. Um, we got some from Sean on Discord. We got some from Comic Canary on Twitter and some from Midnight Bubblegum on Instagram. They're all beautiful and perfect. Yeah, they're so good because, guys, <laughs> look at him. <laughs> He looks ridiculous. Oh, they're all so good. Jeez. I love getting fan art so much. It's one of my very favorite things. Um, and I think I think we talked about this a little bit. In the future, if you draw something and you want us to put it up somewhere, email the art to us and we will post it on our website. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely email so it. So that to everyone us. can see what beautiful things you've made. Because they're gorgeous and we love them. <laughs> Thank you. Um Speaking of being appreciative, wow, wow, <laughs> I'm really, we're really on top of it with the segues today. Um, uh, being appreciative of our listeners, let's get to some reviews. Shout out to Raftar, who says, Dreary for the win. And you're correct. Reading some good dreary smut does make me feel like I've won <laughs> something. <laughs> Shout out to Bouncing Buffalo, who says they keep re-listening to old episodes of our podcast instead of finishing all their other podcasts they're listening to, (laughs) Um, which I think is fine because sometimes you're just in the mood for Luna Lovegood taking all of Harry's blood, um, as opposed to like a true crime podcast. (laughs) That sounds... Wait, what? (laughs) That's definitely true crime. (laughs) Um, shout out to Music in Me 12, who left us a very nice review. Mm-hmm. They said that the podcast has only gotten better with time and said that we were like little drunk toddlers in the old episodes, which is true. true. But also that even though the podcast has gotten more polished, which thank you. Thank you. We are still ourselves and that somehow that's very endearing. And it's just. A really nice review, and thank you so much. Yeah, I love hearing that we've gotten better at this thing because, <laughs> wow, I started listening to the old episodes recently. <laughs> Ooh. Um, <laughs> we were trying. We were trying. Um, shout out to Allah, who says they would be homeless without this podcast. I'm sorry, what? And, you know, uh, we're happy to provide a place for some fanfic weirdos to know they're not alone in their uh, love for every Draco pairing. (laughs) (laughs) They're all good. Shout out to SM Coldell, who says they love how we interact with our listeners. And that's only because it's only fair that we tweet you back. 
Oh. Considering how often we scream to at us. Exactly. Yeah. We have to. We have to back that up. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Eugenia J, who left us an incredibly nice and detailed review. And I want to thank them for that. But also, here's the thing. <laughs> EJ is one of our most dedicated tricksters. <laughs> And this and I feel like I've I've mentioned them, mentioned them a few multiple times. times and we'll do it again because um EJ is the one who keeps uh, who keeps uh introducing people to the pod using love of a cat love of a man and it's working and I am living for it Thank you They sent us photos the other day of their friend listening to Love of the Cat, Love of a Man. Their friend looked so mad. It was great. Oh, man. Thank you, EJ. You continue to inspire us. Yes. Hey, so remember last year? I don't remember uh, anything ever. Well, okay. So here's the thing is that you know what's coming up. Black Friday slash Cyber Monday. <laughs> and re- remember, remember when we had a hot deal that no one used? Yeah, I do. Let's do it again. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, you oh. can use the code Hot, hot deals, deals with a Z. <laughs> On our merch on website. Our, on our website, fanaticalfix.com. I don't think we have any control over the prices of things on Tee Public. We don't. So but just for the stickers and posters on our website, 50% off Thanksgiving Day through Shipping the end of Cyber free. Month. Shipping is free. You get a poster for $4. <laughs> Go use the code. Uh, or buy something deals. and forget to use the code. <laughs> Hot also good too. Deals. <laughs> is, that all, is that caps? Uh, yeah, it's all caps. All caps. H O T D E A L Z. Hot deals. Fuck. You know, we also have. A, so that's that's a funny bit. Our hot deals bit. It's a bit, right? I mean, but, what do we do that's not a bit? I was about to say what's not a bit. I was doing a segue from no, a bit into not I a bit. I know what you're going to say, and it's a bit, too. <laughs> it's not a bit. <laughs> not always a bit. Always a bit. Um, So, I've been talking about this for a while, and finally the plans are in place. Sure. Um, We are starting a reread of the Harry Potter books um, with our patrons in January. Yep, it's a Harry Potter book club. Harry Potter book club. So what we're doing from now until the end of December is there is a limited time tier on our Patreon that is $4 and it is access to the book club. So it's just access to our Discord where we will be planning the book club. And yeah. Come talk about Harry Potter with us. Come join the book club. Let's reread the books together because what try to remember. happened in them? <laughs> I was telling you something earlier and you were like, when did that happen? Yeah, no, for sure. Yikes. 
Yikes, my man. <laughs> I was trying to write trivia the other day, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> trivia for for our discord, discord. yeah <laughs> yeah um our discord's super fun uh they'll also they'll get access to, to the entire writing competitions discord. too yeah, yeah. The writing competitions happen there um you get house, house points. points come fight for supremacy <laughs> of um, the points of the points <laughs> it's a whole different points moon yeah um so yeah that'll be uh on our patreon from now until the end of december yep Come join in the book club. Book club. All right. Would you like to make some predictions for a fan fiction? Oh, shit. Yeah? Um, yeah, it's time. We're here. We're here. Okay. It's time for everyone to make their predictions, actually. Um, go ahead and tweet your predictions at us. Do at us. Hashtag fanfic divination. Also, I found a way to do this. Lots lots of our listeners don't have Twitter. Uh-huh. Um, some of them just have Instagram. And I found out a way to do the thing. So go to Instagram, go to our story, and join the predictions chat. Oh, nice. You're learning how to Instagram. I'm learning so much. Good for you. <laughs> We're not really old. <laughs> Every, I feel like every other day I'm like, did you know that Instagram could do this thing? And my roommate Hannah is like, yes. She's very The whole young. time. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, all right. So go ahead and send in your predictions. And then let's see what, uh, what you've got for us, Kim. This is called Aren't We Random? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It is romance. And it came out between Half Blood Prince and Deathly Hallows. Hey, dude, fuck you. <laughs> what the fuck? It's called Aren't We Random? Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, there's no humor tag on this? No, it's just romance. Okay, so the lack of a humor tag does kind of imply to me that this actually isn't going to be some weird random crack that doesn't inform me in any way of what the fuck <laughs> I should say now so fuck man I've got I've got it here okay. we go I think the main character is going to be Luna Lovegood okay I think this is going to be a story about an established relationship so not like a getting together fanfic okay and I think that um someone is going to get in trouble from a teacher okay those are my three predictions fuck you <laughs> Okay. Okay. I'm just thinking that we might have to discuss one. Nice. <laughs> All right. Love that. Woo. Okay. Let's get into it. Aren't we random? Yikes. The Library of Hogwarts. The only quiet place in the whole bloody castle. <laughs> I don't that kid. There's only like 10 students that go to Hogwarts. <laughs> and it's like giant. Yeah. Only <laughs> 10 students at Hogwarts. A place of peace and calm. And Theodore Knott's refuge from the idiocy of his fellow students. Theodore Knott? What's up? What's up? New character alert. Theo in the house. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's 
exciting. Yeah, right? I, I've read no Theodore not fanfic? Yeah. I did a character-specific search. Did you? Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that's nice. I was like, nice. I want something new. I'm thinking, didn't uh, Joe mention at one point that she cut like a fairly substantial scene that took place at Malfoy Manor between Theodore Knott and Malfoy? I don't remember ever hearing that, oh, but it was just like an interest. She was, she said, she like really regretted having to cut it because it was a really interesting time to see Draco outside of school interacting with someone who's more on his level than most people are. Oh, okay. Huh. I forget what book it was supposed to be in. It was one of the later ones, I think. Oh, dang. I bet if we went outside of time frame, we could find that somebody wrote that. Yeah, as a for sure. Fiction. I bet there's some really good stuff with that. Oh, for sure. Anyway. Anyway. Cause well, welcome. Re- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This we talked Harry about Harry Potter podcast. For a <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get back to the weird shit. All right. <sighs> the idiocy of his fellow students. If you hadn't quite noticed yet, Theodore Knott, the pale, dark hair and eyed Slytherin, had distinct feelings of dislike for most of his fellow students. What? (laughs) What makes me think that? (laughs) Never would have thought it. Thanks. And the library was the only place he knew he wouldn't be bothered by their brainless chattering. Oh, man, the haughty Slytherin. Yeah. He's just like, oh, everyone's stupid. I'm very smart. (sighs) Well, that was until today. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. He had been sitting at a table reading a lovely book named The Divine Comedy. (laughs) Huh? He hadn't. He's just reading some literature. Some muggle literature? Yeah. I mean, at the library. Wizards don't write novels. I mean, how do you know that? Because they don't. They don't take any literature classes in Hogwarts. They don't know how to write. That's true. That's very true. Wizards don't write literature. But Theodore not has, he's very interested he's very highbrow he's um he's not reading muggle he's literature. reading the divine comedy no he's not yes he is right now <laughs> it's fine and most importantly he was minding his own damn business so yes everything was just dandy and then Much to his dislike, a flushed-looking blonde Ravenclaw stormed into the library. Nice. Luna's in the house. Luna's in the house. Here she is. Cool. Storming into the library. I don't know that Luna has ever stormed anywhere. She sort of floats. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. I cannot picture her storming. She's a little frazzled right now. Oh, okay. Fine. She's having a moment. I mean, even when she was like at her worst, like at when everyone had stolen her shit. Right. She's just like, hmm. She's still floating. Floating around. All right, continue. She stormed to the library, earning herself a pretty nasty glare from Madame Pince, by the way. And, well, she looked rather. Everyone gets a nasty glare from Madame Pince all, all the what? time. Always. She's the worst librarian. <laughs> 
She makes you actively not want to be in the library. Yeah, and she's actively unhelpful. (laughs) (laughs) And well, she looked rather hunted, for lack of a better word. Okay, weird. Her pale blue saucer-like eyes scanned the library which was empty. Aside from Theodore and Madame Pince, usually you could find that mudblood Granger here, Rude. too. what the fuck, dude? Yeah, this is like... No, I love... I like I like Slytherin first person because they're such shitbags. Yeah, they're being awful. Yeah. And, like, sometimes they, like, turn it into an alternate universe or whatever where they're like, Not actually, shitbags. this is, person is good, and... Mm-hmm. They're just like but, stuck in Slytherin. But and the, the Slytherins in the same year as Harry, they're shitbags. All of them. Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And I love it. <laughs> I love I love well-characterized shitbags. But lately she was preoccupied with other things, presumably that redhead Pratt and the bespeckled Wonder Boy. Sometimes he wondered if they had spandex outfits and battle cries. They did in the last. I was going to say, this is a continuation of the idea that they're just, uh, Harry's just an X-Man. Continue that. I'll live in that space. Ooh. And battle cries. But anyways, she seemed to notice him and ran up to his table. Weird. Oh, Merlin. What did she want? You haven't seen me, she stated before diving. (laughs) Yes, diving (laughs) behind the bookcase that stood by his table. Fine. Weird. Do that. She was looking very hunted. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) <laughs> Doesn't need to slide into home plate though. Yeah, exactly. Swan dive like, into what? the <laughs> face first oh. into the carpet. Oh man. What an odd girl. He had just had enough time to take in those awfully absurd bright earrings, an untidy looking necklace of hers, before she dived behind the bookcase. Something he found absurd. The diving or the way she looks? All. Yep. <laughs> Fair. She's ridiculous. Yeah. She uh she has a uh, probably her radish earrings on. Probably. Um her bottle cap necklace. Yes. Is just like a necklace with some garbage I feel like on it. It would be really hard to like hide or sneak with a bottle cap necklace. Yeah, that seems like very clanky. Although in the movies it's corks and not bottle caps. But I reject that out of hand. <laughs> My Luna Love Good necklace is bottle caps. <gasps> he wondered what her problem was. But, well, she did seem familiar. <laughs> he doesn't recognize her. He doesn't recognize her. Look, dude, there's only like 10 students. <laughs> she walked in wearing the crazy shit she's always wearing. Yeah, I feel like out of... All the students, Luna Lovegood would stick out. Oh, for sure. Although, Harry had never seen her before oh his fifth year. <laughs> so I guess if you're as, self, as self-absorbed as as Harry is, then yeah, you haven't noticed Luna. 
Yeah, that's true. I forget that he's just like, oh, where did she Who's come this from? Weird person? <laughs> Who's this girl? I guess they are younger, so they wouldn't have classes together or anything. But like, uh, there's a, only a girl just like probably I imagine at some point they're like in the great hall and she just like gets up on top of the table for some reason mm-hmm. to like reach up into the air, grab some mm-hmm. nargles or mm-hmm. something. And she's yep. like wearing all this crazy shit. And yes. you're like, wow, look at that girl. Yes. Everyone. The whole great hall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nuts. Well, she did seem familiar. Very familiar, even. You go to school with her. (laughs) He had an inkling. He even knew her name. Wasn't she friends with the marvelous Spandex 3 and the Red Brat's equally red sister? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) These are some... I feel like this is how Draco usually is characterized as describing people i like right? that they're called the marvelous spandex three yeah, that's good and not even trio i guess that's that's a little more muggle than draco would describe them yeah he's he is making like very superhero references yeah, theo's theo seems a little bit more into muggle culture he's reading the divine comedy he is <laughs> the red brat's equally red sister <laughs> stupid <laughs> <laughs> And wasn't she quite frequently the object of jokes? Those really unfunny jokes that only people with the IQ of your average goldfish find amusing? (laughs) Was that a Draco burn? Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Suck it, Draco. You're stupid. (laughs) Really, though, he's on to something. Because as we've discussed before... Draco is not funny. Is not funny. And his insults are recycled and bad. Yes. Get some new material, Draco. (laughs) Maybe if he knew how to read, he could find some new material. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But wizards don't read literature. No, they don't. Cool. Um, (laughs) Theodore's train of thoughts was interrupted by yet another blonde who came storming into the library. Nice. But this one was male and a Hufflepuff. Oh, weird. Plus, he bore great resemblance to an enraged werewolf. Huh? I don't know. I'm not entirely sure what that means. Don't know who this is. He's you really you don't know who grump- this is? Who's a hairy, grumpy Hufflepuff? Who's a grumpy Hufflepuff? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's not hairy, though. I don't even know that that's exactly what that means. A werewolf? An enra- looking, resembling an enraged werewolf. Maybe he just looks pissed off. Oh, well, then why wouldn't... And, well, <laughs> Theodore Theo. must, you know garnish his words yeah he must, he's he must, very like i like it i yeah. like his characterization a lot in this all right bring me me <laughs> if theodore's mind served him correctly this was zacharias smith me a hufflebuff chaser who is currently walking over to him i like how theodore not that this continues in the story where he just like quidditch is his main reference point so he's just like 
hmm, that person is a chaser on blah, blah, blah team. And I know oh. all the names of the people who play Quidditch, but everybody else is just like sort of also present. Theo likes sports. Yeah. Interesting. I like it. He likes sports and the divine comedy and, and superheroes. superheroes. Weird. I like it. <laughs> I feel like, okay, so not many students play Quidditch. Like the teams are very small. Yes, I think I think everyone probably it does make sense that if you like Quidditch, you would know all the Quidditch players. Yeah, especially like it's not like a Muggle high school where there's like twelve thousand different sports teams. Yeah, it's like there's just one there's sports one sport team, and there's not ten thousand football players on it. Exactly. <laughs> Why are football teams so big? It's <laughs> where everyone at my high school played football. <laughs> Whatever. Uh. Yeah, you don't you don't know the entire sixty person roster of the football team. No, but you can keep track of the seven people on your house team. And th- yeah, and so there's there's the additional not that many like twenty one people. Yeah, oh man, very good. Not, he said curtly. Did you see Lovegood? You know that loony blonde with the insect eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rude. <laughs> Zach Smith, he's here. Such a shithead. <laughs> oh, so that was her name. Lovegood. Luna Lovegood. Often referred to as Looney Lovegood? Did you say this came out before or after Half-Blood Prince? After. Okay, cool. Cause she, so she, she does the uh, announcements for at least one Quidditch match in Half-Blood Prince. Yes, it's my favorite. <laughs> So Theo should should recognize her from that. Exactly. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Continue. Well, he did understand where she got the nickname from because, well. What the fuck is going on there? <laughs> her attire was a bit perky. Now, wasn't perky? it? Perky? That is not the word. That's not what I would go for. <laughs> Fine. Weird. I don't know how your attire is perky, but that's fine. Yeah. But the whole insect eyes thing, he didn't really comprehend. He thought she had quite nice eyes. Mm. Large, pale blue eyes, like his mother used to have. Weird. I feel like... That's weird. So, I've read a lot of Theodore Not fan fiction at this point. Weird. Continue. Did we know his mom was dead? I think Joe said it. Okay, because... Theodore Not is... um. I found this out when I was looking up because I thought it was Blaze in book five, but I was absolutely wrong. Theodore Knott is who could see the Thestrals. Right. Yeah. There's some Theo shit, and I think we knew a little bit of it. I think that's why there is actually a good amount of Theodore Knott slash Luna Lovegood fan fiction that exists. Oh, That's where the basis comes from. Mm-hmm. Okay. Neat. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's got he's got a backstory that was kind of absolutely never mentioned, but he had one. Yeah. Or a rough amount of stuff. Because I was like, I don't remember when we knew this. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't know when we got it, but we got it at some point. No. Haven't seen a soul, Theodore answered, returning his gaze back to his book in an offhanded manner. <laughs> I, just, I don't understand why never mind, continue. <laughs> Zach is grumpy, but he's going to be chasing Luna. There's because no, he's fine, continue. a werewolf. He's not um, a werewolf. <laughs> he didn't 
know why he was doing the odd girl a favor. He just did for some reason. I mean, fuck Zach. That's enough of a reason. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm this shitty Hufflepuff. He felt Smith's suspicious gaze rest on him for a while before the blonde finally walked off, muttering something about haughty Slytherins and blabbermouth Ravenclaws. <laughs> well, he was well out the door before Lovegood crawled out from her hiding. She stood up and dusted off her robes before saying, thank you for not telling on me. I like how she, I like to imagine that she was just like laying like face down. Definitely. Like, <laughs> just like spread out. Spread out. As flat as she could make herself. <laughs> face down behind the bookcase. Weird. Like, I like it. <laughs> Theodore put down his book once more and looked at her curiously. Dare I ask why he was tracking you? Uh oh, he's getting invested. Mm hmm. Just let it be. <laughs> well, he wasn't too pleased about me diagnosing him with loser's lurgy. <laughs> I believe he's in the denial phase of the disease. She stated matter of factly. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like if there's like one non-Slytherin person for Luna to walk up to and be like, you have loser's allergy, it's probably Zach Smith. Yeah. Like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Zach. Loser's allergy? Theodore repeated, puzzled. He considered himself a rather educated young man, <laughs> but he had never heard of this. But... Wait, wasn't Lovegood known for spinning the most absolutely preposterous tales? It's all coming together yeah. for Theo. <laughs> He's remembering. He's having a is. memory. <laughs> it's apparently very difficult. Oh, man. He was just very invested in uh, his book. Sure. And you know what? Here's the thing. It looks like he's reading the Divine Comedy, but really... He's got an X-Men comic book hidden yeah. inside of it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yes, definitely. And he's just walking around being like, I am an intellectual. <laughs> nice. Well, it happens when... Never mind. He interrupted, <laughs> not wanting to hear the ridiculous theory behind it. Aren't you Theodore not? She asked, sitting down at his table. <laughs> oh, no. Across from him. Theo, you fucked up. <laughs> you engaged with it. You, you engaged. You made this. <laughs> what nerve? How observant of you, he muttered, picking up his book again. This is a valid question. That she she can sit down and be like, aren't you Theodore not? It took you like 10 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah. And Zach Smith coming in and telling you her name. Yep. For you to remember who she was. Yep. Nice one. You can see the Thestrals too, can't you? Hmm. Hagrid told me you could. Why is Hagrid being a smidge about <laughs> it? Hagrid. 
That's that's super personal. That information. is very personal information. How but do I mean, we I feel know like it? I feel like professors are like <laughs> really bad about sharing the deepest, darkest, most personal things about students in front of everyone. Boggart lesson. Yeah, <laughs> valid. Slash. Also, let's be real about Hagrid. Don't tell him anything. Yeah. True. <laughs> Fine. Yes. Correct. He's probably just like Luna was like feeding the Thestrals and Hagrid was like, boop a doop. Oh, here's a list of all the other students <laughs> that can see the Thestrals. <laughs> oh, yikes. Yeah. Great. Now that fool of a giant was gossiping about the private affairs of students. That's, yes. Valid. Valid complaint. <laughs> Did he now? He asked a slight tick appearing in his jaw. I can too. Isn't that bloody marvelous? <laughs> so who did you see die? Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> she just is. Wow. Yep, fine. Just spit that out. Just go ahead and Woo. ask away. Wow. I feel like Luna is not this. No. Like blind to No, 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 no. Social. No, 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 no. She's really not. If I answer that, will you leave me alone? He questioned, irritable. You could just leave. I suppose. My mother, Theodore stated, looking at her over his book. Was she pretty? No, she was hideous. What is the weird line of questioning? I thought you were going to leave me alone after I answered your last question. I never said I would. I said I'd suppose, she pointed out. But I changed my mind. He sighed. That's nothing. That's nothing. I said, maybe. <laughs> oh. Why are you asking me all of these ridiculous yet personal questions? <laughs> You're the only person in this school that saw their mother die as well. So I'm curious. Oh, Yikes. he murmured, feeling a slight ting of empathy despite himself. <laughs> but what does that question about my mother being pretty have to do with it? Yeah, that, that was a nothing question. Because you're pretty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's just very direct. <laughs> very direct. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I think you're pretty, so I asked if your dead mom was pretty. Yikes. What's happening? <sighs> Did she actually say that, or was his imagination working up? In any case, he felt his cheeks heat just a tad. So, was she pretty? She asked after no, a small, she uncomfortable was silence. Fucking hideous. <laughs> I got my grandmother's jeans. <laughs> <laughs> it skipped a generation. Oh, okay, fine. 
That was nothing. Or, well, Theodore thought it was uncomfortable. No, that's... Yeah. No, it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. I suppose. What did she look like? Well, uh... He couldn't quite bring himself to bully her away. <laughs> I, well, uh... You're still... You're losing Your mom's me. dead! <laughs> That's what Draco would say. Yeah, that's exactly what Draco exactly just. (laughs) Wow. I remember she had pale blue eyes, kind of like you. She reminded me of winter, but she was warmer than winter, and she smelled like rain. He just has a very, very, very poetic. poetic way of speaking. Yeah. He he's very um Yeah, that's consistent through this story, I would say. She how was does a warmer person, than winter. How does a person smell like <laughs> She was constantly standing in the rain. <laughs> she was just very wet. <laughs> She sounds lovely, she stated, smiling as she placed her elbows on the table and cupped her face. You have pretty eyes, she stated, as if it was clear as crystal. You don't call me loony. Why? I mean, he hasn't addressed you by name yet. No. So it could (laughs) still be coming. I don't know. I'm not a prejudiced idiot, I suppose. You did. He literally called Hermione a mudblood at yeah, the beginning that was like of the story. It was but, one of the first but, things he said. But, but, nope. <laughs> Fine. You must have gotten that from your mother. And why do you think that? Because your father is one of the Dark Lord's followers. Which means he wants to kill muggles, and that makes him prejudice. Ooh, <laughs> spicy! She's like coming out the gate. Wow, <laughs> she's coming at him hard. Is 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 not senior one of the people that they fought against at the Department of Mysteries fight? I think he oh, was. Oh, I think so. Luna may have fought Theo's Theo's father. dad. she's taking it through him through it like she's like has to walk him through yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Like, well well your did dad you fucking know? <laughs> did you know that wanting to kill all muggles makes you prejudice <laughs> Shit. it's got like sock puppets she's this like is what prejudice this is what prejudice. <laughs> you have a point he said, surprised at the girl's clever reasoning. No. No. <laughs> no. He's just pretending to be an intellectual. He doesn't He's know what's not happening. He's actually smart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why all of his like metaphors are bizarre. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. That's why he's got the X-Man comic in his book. <laughs> why aren't you mean to me? I mean, he's not been nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess... He hasn't stolen all your stuff 
and hid it from you yet? Yeah. But aren't you direct? He said, smiling slightly. You hadn't got that already? (laughs) (laughs) It's just, I know you're angry and bitter, yet you're nicer and more open-minded than most people. I want to know why. What? She just called him angry and bitter to his face. What? What is happening? (laughs) Some stuff. (laughs) You went through the same thing as me, love good, Theodore said softly as if telling a secret. I can't bring myself to be cruel to you. Hmm. That's about the nicest thing I've heard in a long time. Luna said, smiling brightly. (laughs) Well, it was my pleasure, I suppose. (laughs) That's that wasn't. I'm uncomfortable. I don't. I don't think that was nice. None of of that was nice. (laughs) I don't think that was nice. Nope, none of that was nice. I should go find Ginny now. Luna stated, standing up. Uh huh. Goodbye, love. Good. Theodore said in a friendly way. Uh-huh. You can call me Luna if you like, she said again with a dreamy smile. Bye, Theodore, she said, not bothering to ask for his permission to use his first name. Yeah. Sure. And before she walked off, she kissed him on the cheek. What? As if he was an old friend, leaving Theodore quite dumbfounded. Fine. But she didn't notice. Oh, no. She was too preoccupied with thoughts of Ginny's expression when she told her that not all Slytherins were pure evil. Well, come to think about it, maybe that would make an interesting article for the Quibbler. (laughs) She could see the headlines now. An in-depth report by L. Lovegood. Not all Slytherins are truly evil. It's a hoax. Shit. The end. <laughs> the that was some good um like secondary tertiary character fic. I like yeah. those a lot, actually. Me too. I like it when it's just a bunch of like nobodies hanging yeah. out mm-hmm. and doing some shit. And diving behind bookcases <laughs> face first into the carpet. Yep. Reading X-Men comics. You know how close I was to predicting that the entire story would take place in the library? I was this close. Oh, really? Dang. I mean, okay, so here's the thing. No, all of my predictions were wrong. Luna Lovegood's not the main character. No, she's not. I was so close. You were so close. If I just said it instead of saying some stupid shit... <laughs> Nothing I said was bad. Nothing you said was bad. You made like I feel like you made predictions that you felt were gonna like they were encompass enough. more stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I don't know. The location based ones are kind of iffy. Yeah, yeah. You were very close. <sighs> this <laughs> this game is hard. I was I was actually the Luna guess was close. It was well, very it was very close. Random in the title. Oh, made that's how of, you got made there. Made me think of Luna. Mm. Mm. But anyway, right. it's 
Zach was there. That makes me happy. He was there. <laughs> Present, being an asshole. Being an asshole, it. and then he left. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, uh, I tried. Excellent. Now it's time for... The Quick, quick fix. fix. For my Quick Fix today, I read a story where Snape and Dumbledore are having a very serious conversation. Um, Snape is, like, coming out to Dumbledore as a vampire. Oh! And Dumbledore's like, wow, that explains a lot about how weird you are. (laughs) (laughs) Does it? And Snape's like, yeah, I'm a vampire. I take potions to control my bloodlust <laughs> and Dumbledore's like did you get bitten as a child and Snape's like no I was born a vampire oh wow like I'm pretty sure that's not possible and Snape's like I did and they have this like very serious conversation and then at the end of it Snape turns into a bat <laughs> and goes and flies around the Hogwarts grounds and catches Harry out of bed Wow. And just like appears behind Harry. And Harry's like, how does Snape always catch me? Oh my God. And I was like, yes, I've yelled about this exact thing. (laughs) Anyway, I liked it a lot actually, but it was kind of short and silly. Yeah. And the vampire stuff was a little weird, but (laughs) I felt like I, I had, I, I speculated about that exact thing as a kid. About Snape being a vampire? Yeah. Oh. And then he could turn into a bat. <laughs> wow. Because bat I feel like never I feel like, crossed my mind. I feel like Ron, people call him an overgrown bat a lot. Oh. Thought he was a vampire. Mm. Made sense. I see. I see where you were going with that. And then that. he catches Harry out of bed. <laughs> Ooh, that's Funny. good. I don't like it as much as the uh the the one we came up with that there's a spell that he has that yeah. teleports him to wherever someone's <laughs> yeah. being an idiot yep. yeah that's obviously what it is <laughs> excellent Ooh. thank you for that quick fic yep and now we are entering the, the wreck zone, zone. Oh, <laughs> some like rando Slytherin stuff. Cool. Um, so my recommendation today is called A Passing Engagement. Um, and it's about how uh, Andromeda Black and Lucius Malfoy were once engaged. They had an arranged marriage. Weird. And they're just like chatting about it. Weird. And I was like, what is this? And I opened it being like, wow, this is going to be some crazy shit. And then it wasn't. It was was just like really interesting. Nice. And I was like, wow, I love it when that happens. Yeah. I think it's interesting how 
I mean, I can see why it's done, but so frequently in fanfic, purebloods arrange marriages. Yeah. It's so often. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I like that concept, I think. It's very interesting because they're both just kind of like, yeah, this is not really going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're, like, discussing it and how, like, their parents, I don't know, it's very, it's very interesting. Cool. Um, the link for that will be in the description. Also, on our website is a list of all of our recommendations. Yes, that's at fanaticalfix.com. Wow, good job. <laughs> um, also on our website at fanaticalfix.com, you can find our story submission form. We are about to hit 350 submitted stories. That's terrifying to me. <laughs> So just keep sending them to us, I guess. Here we go. No, they're good. They're great. You you, you all are so good at finding stuff. And tailoring it to who you send it to. Yep. We appreciate it. Yep. Also on our website, you can find some merch. We've got um, bookmarks, posters, stickers on our website. And on our Public. we have a whole bunch more shit. Yep. And they're different designs between the two websites. To some extent. Yes. So check that out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the bookmark's only on our website. website. And the ambivalent pearl stuff is only on our website. Yep. Um, so. You can also sorry. find us. Yeah. <laughs> sorry that it's a mess. We're trying. Someday it won't be. Yep. Nope, that's not true. Nope. It's always going to be a disaster. <laughs> it's us. Um, you can find us on social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Fanatical Fix. If you have any longer thoughts to send us, do email us at fanaticalfix at gmail.com. Also send your hold for the end submissions mm-hmm. and uh, your address if you want to join the campaign. Um, speaking of helping us out by doing stuff like joining the campaign, you can also leave us a review. We will shout you out at the top of the episode. Someday. Someday. We're back in like June still. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're in July. We're back in July. Nice. Solid. Woo! Um, you can also help us out by telling your friends. Mm-hmm. The campaign tools, you don't we have got, to have them. But if you do, hand them to your cashier. cashier with Harry Potter tattoos. Yes, yes. That was very good. Thank you for that one, Rachel. Um, also, you can support us on Patreon. Our Discord is doing shit like writing some gay Dementor fanfic. So, like, come look at that. Come, come participate in whatever. You, if you we're feel doing like there. that's your scene, yeah. <laughs> um, those are your people. Are your, they're great people. They're great. They're really people. great. We're I like them all fun. so much. Um, also, if you're a patron after six months, we shout you out on the podcast by doing a bit. How about you start us out, Sequoia? Draco is having a capital B bad day. (laughs) And he's got absolutely no one to talk to about it. Crab and Goyle are still in their honeymoon phase, probably (laughs) snogging in a broom closet somewhere. And Blaze is rehearsing her one woman show. So Draco decides to take a melancholy walk around the lake. When he spies the Finnish exchange student, Ava, having a picnic, will they let Draco join their picnic? Will Draco finally make a new 
friend? I feel like you're writing, like, your summaries are writing a story about Draco. Yeah. Sequoia. About, about Draco's you're writing, life? You're writing one story. <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> Yeah, I love doing these summaries so much. Oh, wow. Okay. Whew. All right, it's my turn. I can't believe I'm stuck with you, Potter. This school trip to Belgium was supposed to be fun. And now you've gotten us lost. That Sam person told us the hotel is close. So where are you going? My father will hear about this. Very good. Thank you so much for supporting us, patrons. We love you all. And we also love the Whomping Willows <laughs> for allowing us to use our theme song. It's Wolf Star. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> no. <laughs>